Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. So, ladies and gentlemen, Naida is about to come on and just blow your mind in terms of communication and empowering you to be a genius in your communication. Before we dive into that, though, I want to go over a couple quick announcements. Number one, for you in the audience, you're showing up. You are being and becoming your greatest possible self. So, I acknowledge you. Keep it up. Keep up the great work, the great creation, and I'm excited to keep growing with you even more into your greatest possible self. Okay, a couple ways I can support you with that. Number one, Keep tuning into the 12-Hour Marathon, subscribe to the podcast, and keep growing yourself. Number two, when you're ready to get your message out on this platform and be a guest, let's talk. You may or may not be a great fit yet, and I would love to talk to you about being a guest or going through the program to be able to become a guest. Training, coaching, and getting your message, your clarity, your brevity, conciseness, being able to articulate yourself, bring in the energy and enthusiasm. You may need training on any one of those things or all of them, so I would love to support you in doing that and getting stage ready, getting interview ready. Would love to support you in that. And lastly, for those of you who are ready to launch your podcast, let's freaking go. I love supporting people and creating their own platform to make a huge impact in the world. So for if that's you, let's talk. I want to support you. You can find me on facebook.com forward slash th3burns, Instagram at I am millionaire Chris or Gmail or email. <laughs> I have a Gmail. Email is chris at beergps.com. would love to hear from you. Last, we are going to do an iTunes review of the week. And this week, it's by Helped Me Shed My Layers. And this person said, <laughs> Chris is inspiring, is an inspiring breath of fresh air. This podcast will enlighten and encourage even the thickest skinned of us to shed the tough exterior and dive deeply inward. That's a huge, huge acknowledgement. And I just love being that because I just want people to be themselves. I want you to get access to your heart, to your greatness, to your purpose, to your gifts, and live a full and fulfilled life. So thank you so much for that review. Whoever that was, shed shed, shed my layers, help me shed my layers, whoever that is. <laughs> thank you. And if you want to give us a review, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the iTunes store. You'll find us. And definitely subscribe while you're there. Let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, and how we can improve the show for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you in advance. I appreciate you. Let's keep growing and going. I'm going to bring on Naida in just a second here. Before that, though, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes, because this woman is a powerhouse. Super brilliant, super genius, and she wants to share that genius of communication and all the knowledge that she's got about psychology, about being a human being and empowering other human beings. She's just amazing, amazing human being. So definitely stay tuned all the way through till the end of this interview because you never know what one idea has the power to transform the rest of your life. And we got tons of brilliant ideas on the 12-hour marathon. So stick around and grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. Let's introduce her and then we'll bring her on the screen. Naira Velumian is 
has a PhD in psychology. She is a registered psychotherapist and international coach and speaker on effective communication and building relationships. Dr. Volumian is the founder of the Academy of Social Competency, which specializes in the training of self-confidence, communication, and relationship building skills for people all around the world. Naira has trained more than 500 people and addressed over 200 family cases. Three years ago, Dr. Velumian arrived in Toronto with limited knowledge of the English language and with a couple of contacts. Since her arrival and with determination, and a ton of hard work, I'm sure. She has been able to build a wide social circle, establish herself as a successful entrepreneur and a community leader. In her academy, Naida shares the expertise on how to succeed through effective communication and relationships. Recently, she was invited to become a member of Forbes Coaches Council. She is a powerhouse, and we're blessed to have her here with us today. Naida, are you ready to rock the house? I'm ready. I'm here. And thank you, Chris, for having me. Absolutely. I'm so happy to be part of your program and, you know, to be part of energy that you share and inspiration. And I'm a part as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, we got this. We're, we're lighting it up in here, Naira. I appreciate you. Thank you for making the time and all the things that you got going on. All that you're creating is brilliant and beautiful. And we're going to dive right into the theme of today, which is the words you use, like the, these words have power, right? The power of words. Tell us what your perspective is on, on the power of words, Naira. You know what? Uh, yesterday, I had, uh, I had a couple for, for psychotherapy. And you know what? It's so interesting. They love each other. They, they are happy together. They value each other. But you know, with their words, they destroy each other. Wow. They say something, you know, when they're in conflict, that there's something that maybe they regret after, but what's worse, you know, they say something that they remember forever. Yeah. yeah. And these words, you know, are um, the reason of their next conflict. Yeah. So speaking about power of words, um, you know what, they, they, are, they doubt mm. about love that they have, but they love each other at the same time. They don't trust each other only because of their words. Mm-hmm. Imagine she told him once, for example, um, I can easily find another man. And now, you know, he's jealous because she, he believes that she can easily find another man, but she does not want. So these words, you know, uh, we forget we live in another day, you know, we live in another year. But, you know, we still have these words that was said once. Now tell me, Chris, <laughs> do words have power? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. What a, you're so good. You're such a good communicator, effective communicator and speaker. This is going to be a blast night. I love, I love your communication style. I love your questions. So yes, they absolutely do have power and I appreciate the example too and how you have come across that. And you know, for me, I also see like things that we say that we might not even recognize the power that they have, but either one of us can hold on to that, that phrase or that statement and just like let it sink in and like kind of let it fester and, and not be treated or healed or discuss it. And I'm super grateful because me and my girlfriend, we do a weekly relationship review where we talk about the stuff that made us want to pull away and pull back. And it sucks. It's uncomfortable, but having a safe 
safe space to bring it out every week is such a blessing because otherwise some of the things that has happened, we wouldn't even address because there wasn't a specific time and a place and a venue, so to speak, to address those things. So I, I really value what you do and how you support people. Thank you. I saw a picture of you and your girlfriend. You, you are shining, bro. Thank you. She's she's such a light in my world. I'm blessed to have her. And I want to focus on you because you're doing amazing work in the world. Can you tell us a little bit more about uh, the academy that you have and what you're what you're up to today? Because you got a lot of stuff going on. Why don't you share a little bit more about that, Naida? Uh, you know, I'm I'm an introvert, an inborn introvert. Mm-hmm. So I had really somehow I had difficulties. I had challenges my own challenges, you know, when I was a kid. Mm. And somehow, you know, it was always difficult for me to make this first step towards people. Mm. I was always surrounded by people, but you know, this first step was always difficult. Uh, so, and uh, the but the biggest challenge, I would say, so at the age of 23, it was another milestone in my life when uh, my husband was murdered. And I stayed with uh, two children. So somehow, you know, I was, um, I, I needed, I had to, uh, come to people because I needed to take care of my children and my family, you know, and because I, so I made a choice to go into business mm-hmm. and business is based on communication and relationships. Yep. That's why it was my first challenge. And somehow in practice, you know, I learned to build these relationships to come and, you know, just to, to develop my confidence because sometimes, you know, you, you want to ask, but you are shy. Mm-hmm. You want to demand, but you are shy. You want to just to know to to fight, but you are shy. And your shyness in this case, you know, just or your, your introversion becomes a challenge, become, becomes a barrier in your success. Mm-hmm. So um, another milestone was when I, uh, I came to Canada. This was mm-hmm. a big challenge because uh, um, I could not speak English. Mm-hmm. And I needed to apply to another sources of my personality, of my body, of everything what I possess. And I possess myself, you know, what else do I have? Uh, And uh, so I applied to all the tools that, you know, were um, at at my, you know, just for my, I I, I was having all the tools. And I was still communicating with people and I was able to build my contacts. How? I used my body language. So, because, you know, if you say, I want to eat, and people, you don't know how to say it in English, you show that this is universal, right? There are universal uh, movements, universal gestures that we all have. Then, besides universal gestures, you look around. Because you know that different cultures have different gestures. But then you see how people use them. And when people say, you know, I love you, and they do this, it means that, you know, you you reflect what you see and you do this when you love somebody and you see that people understand you <laughs> another thing that you can do with your body you can express confidence mm. you also know, we tend to get a embryo position when we are uncomfortable mm. but you know but people feel it feel this uh your uh, lack of confidence and you know that it means that you should change and you should you know you should just Sit, yep. sit comfortable, your head just high and just breathe and tra- tra- transmit, right, transmit confidence, you know, show other people that you are comfortable yeah. and they will feel comfortable around you. So you, we have our bodies. Then we have, uh, we can listen. 
we can actively listen to people. What you are doing now, you say, yes, yes. <laughs> you invite me into discussion, right? And, you know, I had the situations in uh, my life here in Canada when I didn't understand what people were speaking. Imagine me surrounded by 10 people. They speak about something. They tell stories about each other. How did you spend your weekend? Mm. And they tell each other how did they uh, spend weekend. And they, they somehow, you know, I say, yes, mm, mm, wow. <laughs> and I, I reflect with my body, you know, what's what, uh, what's going on and you know and and I started noticing that people look at me and they start telling these stories uh, about their weekend to me but I, I don't understand the word but I'm there you know I'm in their story and somehow you know I felt that we established some kind of rapport without understanding this person feels comfortable because I'm theirs and I feel comfortable because because I'm on the same wavelength yeah. without knowing I can see was that person feeling good because they mm. smile Right. Was the person feeling, feeling angry because, you know, they're all the body and all the posture, you know, just shows that. Mm. And uh, so this is another level of how we communicate our mm. listening. It's a powerful tool. And, you know, there is empathetic listening. When you know uh, words, when I learned English, you know, I could implement that. And I know it as a psychotherapist. It's empathetic listening. Mm. When you, you not only invite another person to talk, when you... Uh, let them know that I understand your feelings. Oh, you see, probably, you know, you just did this. Yeah. You showed interest. <laughs> and I can say, oh, Chris, it, it, it's good, you know, and I know that you are interested and I'd like to give you more. So, you know, somehow, and you feel that Naira understands you. Mm. Naira knows, Naira somehow is close to your feelings, feelings that you, you share and you, I can hear you. Mm. I can accept you and then I can understand you. And so another thing that uh, we possess, that we have at our disposal, it's uh, our, our uh, image. Mm. For example, look, if I will come, you know, just always, some, if I will neglect my, my look, you will make some conclusions about what's going on with Naira. Mm -hmm. Maybe she, she does not have washing machine. <laughs> she does not have iron. Maybe Naira is just upset because she somehow her clothes, you know, is too dark. Or so you will try, you will guess what's going on with Naira. You know, maybe you will guess and you will be wrong. Probably you will be wrong because you don't know my story. But you know, to uh, somehow just to help you to create the right story about me, I can do it with my image. I can send right signals. I can show that, you know, I'm ready for serious conversa conversation if I have a um, suit. If I have, you know, some dress code, you know, that will somehow create an impression that I'm ready just to go to be very straightforward. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, I just can come, you know, in something very, uh, very um, free. And, uh, you know, I will send a message that, you know, feel free. Just, mm. you know, don't care about, you know, I, I don't judge, you know, just be yourself. Yeah. And these are details. Uh, another thing that we have, we have our manners. Mm. With our manners, we create impression. We create right impression. And people think, okay, if you somehow, you are mannered, you follow etiquette, probably you came from some kind of environment and they create another story about you. 
oh, probably you were some uh, part of some aristocratic family, maybe, maybe, you know, somehow people, and it's very psychological, you know, we, we develop these stories. For example, look, uh, people can think, oh, Naira probably is educated. Mm -hmm. If you have manners, mm -hmm. you create impression of educated person and cultural person, even if you don't. So you see, there are so many things how we can influence others. Yeah. It's one part of how we deliver our personality into communication. Right. Who I am with other people. Another thing of communication is just how you read others. And I use them both. When I'm introvert, I should deliver my right personality to others. Hmm. When I, was, I came to Canada, my challenge was to understand others. And, you know, it happens everywhere, and I see it in Canada, what I see it in corporate world, in uh, couples, among parents and children. You know, the gap that we create between us um, unwillingly. Mm -hmm. If you will ask any parent or any child, would you like to your parent or your child feel uncomfortable and bad, everyone will say, no, mm -hmm. I don't. But at the same time, you see that sometimes they say wrong words, they don't show right attention. They don't uh, give right compliments. And, you know, recently I had another client and we spoke with her and she said, you know, she was somehow unhappy with her boyfriend. She said, he gives me wrong compliments. Mm. So when I say wrong compliments, so what is this? What is wrong and what is right? As is, there is a book where it's written. And I asked <laughs> I ask you how your boyfriend can understand, you know, was it a good or bad compliment? What is the mm -hmm. criteria? And, you know, we came uh, with an idea. I said, you know what, why don't you write an instruction to your boyfriend, you know, how to use, when you buy stove, when you buy dishwasher, you get instruction. Yep. Don't do this, don't do this because it can be bad. <laughs> but when you come, when you meet with your girlfriend, you come without instruction. Yep. And other person somehow would understand what you want. How? Just guess. <laughs> right. It's ridiculous. You know, the, the most, the most um, I would say, complicated device is a human being yeah. that comes without instruction. Mm -hmm. People true. are lost in these relationships. And, you know, that's why... Um, looking around and remembering my story and my introversion, you know, I realized that it's good to learn it, first of all, to understand others, and number two, to, to deliver you, yourself into relationships. Mm. And another big thing, you know, that uh, about future, they say, you know, there are many researchers. As a PhD, I like to dig into these researches, into numbers, and I like to bring uh, these numbers into life because it's great, you know, that theory and practice. Right exist but they they don't do that right. you know like look we have one hand and we have another hand right. and you can applaud you can make a sound only if two hands will join together right mm -hmm. and this is what theory and practice and you know theory says that uh, communication is number one it's the most important uh, skill that we will need in our future, yeah. team uh, teamwork, uh, communication, um, uh, listening. Mm -hmm. So all these skills, because most of uh, um, most of things will be um, removed uh, that we're doing by machines, and machines more and more, you know. Just but communication, machines cannot communicate right. because machines. There is one thing that machines will never have, never, you know, never say never. They will not have feelings. Mm. 
And uh, that's why, you know, communication is considered number one. This is this is gold, Naida. I love it. I love it. And you just gave us so much gold to be looking at, you know, awareness of what are the patterns, what are the things that are going on in our relationships. I love how you talked about the instruction manual to be clear up front. What are the expectations? What works for me? How do I want you to respond when I do something? When I take out the trash, what do I want you to, to say? Or how do I want you to, you know, give me feedback or love? in that moment because I did something for us, for our household, for our family. And a lot of people just aren't in effective communication of sharing those expectations. And so when we don't get that feedback, when I didn't get feedback that my girlfriend noticed something that I did that was nice and didn't feel like acknowledged, then I wouldn't keep doing it. I'd be frustrated. I'd say, oh, well, she doesn't appreciate it. I'm not going to do that for her anymore, yada, yada, yada. But when I communicated it with her, then there was an opportunity for her to say, oh, well, I didn't even know that you were expecting some kind of response. I didn't even know that you wanted me to, to say thank you and to appreciate you and to come give you a hug and a kiss and say, you know, thank you for doing that. So there's a lot of different examples that we got into and uh, great information. And before we go any further, because this is all gold, you got, you got a ton of wisdom to share. I want to go back into your journey because it was a big part for you. Um, tell us a little bit more about your entrepreneurial career and how that directed you to being, um, you know, a, a, having a, a PhD, being an effective communicator, highly effective communicator, and why you're, you're building your life around empowering people with their communication. I want to go back to the entrepreneurial phase and what you learned there that equipped you for the later years. Uh, you know, um, I'm, I came to entrepreneurship. I became a businesswoman unwillingly, I said. So I needed to take care of my children. And, you know, this was something that I knew because right. I saw how my, my husband was doing this and I was part of his meetings. Mm -hmm. So theoretically, I... Um, I was part of everything, so I never did it by myself. So I was somehow prepared, and mm. it was the easiest thing for me to start because it was the one thing that I knew. Mm. At that time, you know, at the age of 23, first of all, I did not have education because I married very young. I met him when I was 14. We married when I was 18, 16. Wow. And I, I had my daughter when I was 18. I had my son when I was 20. And somehow, you know, my dream was I was always, I was the best excellent student at school. But I made a decision, you know, I just fall in love, fell in love, and I I made my choice. So, you know, somehow I, I did not get my uh, university education. So, and I was planning to have six children. Wow. Uh, yes, you have big family and be a part of just, just to, to create, just to give it to my children. Yeah. So anyways, and at the age of 23, I needed to move into business. And I needed to do so. That was my challenge. I needed to do it fast. Mm. Because, you know, I did not have time. I did not have parachute, you know, to do it longer. Um, that's why. And I needed, I remember my first negotiations, you know, there was one place that I needed to rent. Mm -hmm. and the price was uh, very expensive. Mm -hmm. And I came to this guy, great guy, and um, we spoke about, and he said, sorry. So, you know, the price is different. You are a great girl. We had wonderful conversation about children, about our cultures. And so it was great um, communication, you know, just great um, 
meeting, but you know, it's, it was not a business meeting because somehow, you know, I did not get what I wanted. So then, but I did not stop. I started looking in other places and so on. And then I think I sent this guy a gift because, you know, what he spoke, he somehow, you know, I, I knew that he would like. I just, I, I was so appreciating who he was and I sent this small gift. So I think after two weeks, um, he called me and he said, you know what, um, you, you got it. He said, you know, this, this place is yours. Come. And he gave me the prize that I asked him for. Nice. And, you know, I was somehow, I, I remember this lesson, you know, and I realized, you know, look, we always, what's interesting, we, when we build relationships in business, so any, anywhere, it's, uh, there is no something that we should do in business that we don't do in our life, mm. our everyday life. Mm. For example, do you, in business, do we show respect? For sure. Do we do it in our everyday life? For sure. So there is nothing special that differs business from um, uh, our everyday life. And mm. so uh, I realized every time when we speak with each other, we speak about something, but not about ourselves. Mm. Even, you know, you just mentioned uh, about garbage, uh, trash, this, mm. so, uh, or people speak about how was your school? Mm. How was your job? Okay, but I'm, I don't care about your job. How was you at your job? Yeah, yeah. What were you thinking? What were you feeling? So, you know, because the center of communication is you. And, you know, this is what I realized that time. Speaking with this guy, yes, I told him what I'd like, but, you know, I spoke about him. Mm. I said, you know, so everything was around that. And, you know, I was asking questions. And, but it was, he was the center figure of our meeting. Mm-hmm. And I, so um, uh, it's uh, there are some certain skills that we definitely should develop for that, and it's part of my uh, teaching as well. You know, asking questions. Mm-hmm. Somehow yeah. you will not, um, uh, you know, you will be surprised that people somehow, when it comes to asking questions, you know, somehow people feel uncomfortable. I know many people who has who have principle not asking questions. Wow. Can you imagine? Have you met such people? I, I met so many. You know, they don't ask questions, and they consider this as advantage. Okay, so you don't ask questions. It means I and I usually ask. So why did she do that? I don't know. I did not ask. Why did you do that uh, to her? I did not ask if she wants that. So you know, there is so much. It's a mess, and you know why? There is one reason. It's not. Um, it's not a one, uh, I mean, a single reason, but uh, one of many. So people don't ask questions because when we do that, we somehow reveal our interest. Mm-hmm. When we reveal our interest, it means I'm showing you, you know, that I have some, some curious. Oh, so are you married? If you, when you ask, are you married? It means, you know, that probably I am just, let's continue. It mm-hmm. means that I want to somehow, maybe I want to develop a relationship with you. Wow. No, I, um, I don't know if you are married. Maybe there are some boundaries that I, I cannot give you a compliment. No, you know this. We can create everything, but don't uh, ask me right. Ask me right question. Yeah. Um, if you so, are you married? Uh, because or you know, are you maybe so? What would be the right question? I'm thinking. You know, are, are you? Oh, are you available? Mm. It will be the, the same question, but you know, it means, or even better, are you available? Because I like your pictures, I like your photos, and I would like to meet with you if it's possible, if you, if you will respond yes. 
And you know, in this case, I will because to the question, are you married? I don't usually respond. I don't. <laughs> but to the question, you know, when people somehow reveal their interests, right, right. You know, I respect their feelings. I say, no, sorry. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like sin the sincerity is there versus if the question is vague, mm -hmm. then it's like, I don't know what your intention is. And I don't I don't want to invest the energy to find out because the possibility of it being a bad intention is too great. So I'm just going to, you know, leave it be or whatever the response might be. Yes, people, people play roles, you know, as if we are playing, you know, I think maybe they watch so much movies as we are spies. <laughs> And we cannot reveal anything, no information about myself, no questions, you know, just, I, I will stay invisible. Mm. So, you know, and, uh, and we'll pre I mean, pre prevent some consequences. Well, I think it's, it, I'm curious if you've discovered that it could be a insecurity. Like, I hope someone doesn't really find out who I am because then... I'm I, typically it's like a not enough. I'm not enough, and then I'll get rejected. Is like at least it's what comes up for me. It's what would have come up for me along that thinking. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. So and um, in business it's the same. You know, you ask right questions. Yeah. Uh, you another thing you know that in business that that helped me. You know, just to uh, not even not only ask questions, but you know, just ask. Mm. Ask, ask if it's, is it possible to rent your place? Person says no. Okay, then people say, okay, no. Okay, is it possible to rent your place? So why, why it's not possible? Person can say, you know, because the price is this and I'm not sure that you are able to pay it. You say that, okay, so is it possible if I will pay that price a bit later and start with low price? Person says, oh, I never thought about that. <laughs> okay, you will think, okay, so is it possible that you will be part of my business? Mm. Maybe. And you know, so is it possible? There are many, many, uh, you, as if you help another person just to broaden their horizon and to think about your proposal, yeah. but you know, in a bigger meaning. Yeah, and, and I think this comes a lot in being an entrepreneur. You, we sell a vision, we sell value, we sell a transformation, we sell a product, a service, whatever it might be, and someone might say no. And if you say why, you know, that, that's the, it can be a difficult question, um, but you could say, you know what, I, I noticed you hesitated, I know you were really excited before, and now when I asked you if you, if you wanted to buy it, you really like closed off, like what, what happened, what came up? And, and that could be a total pattern that we had no idea about. Oh, well, when I think about money, it brings me back to my parents and how they treated me around you know, money and treated around the dinner table. It's like, you would have never had any idea unless we had the, there's a skill, there's a, there's an art in asking questions and communicating like that. So the, the, the silliest, by the way, the silliest question, you know, that can be asked. Yeah. I don't know. So what, what do you think? What is what? the silliest question that, I mean, it's, it's my opinion, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not a judge to say, you know, it's, it's exact this one, but I consider one of questions the most silly. What what what? Which one you consider the silly? <laughs> the most silly. The most silly question. Um, I don't. I don't know. Like I, I think of you how or me. why. You looked at me as you know, as a student, you know, who looks at the teacher and says, "And I I, I needed to show you, you know this." <laughs> <laughs> so I I consider the question why. Mm. 
Mm, that's... This is why, for example, people call me and they say why. You know, and I don't know from what point of my life are you interested why. You know why? Because I was born in the last century. And because somehow, you know, my father and mother, so question why, you know, mm. because it's so long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why? Because look, I, I will not say because I didn't sleep well. Because last five years of my life, you know, I did this, 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 and so I don't really interested in why. And then person says, no, 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 stop it. That's why be 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 more <laughs> in what you are asking. Otherwise, you look here, and sometimes you know. Mm. Uh, do you remember this movie? Uh, you remember Forrest Gump movie? Yeah, yeah. So otherwise, for your question, why you will sit and for hours listen. I had these mistakes, you know, at the beginning. And yeah. then because I can listen very attentively. It was a few hours, you know, of this why. And I was sitting and, you know, just regretting. Why did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> so the why question, I think that the, it depends on the context that it's asked in, when the circumstances, because why can be important when it comes to purpose and direction and clarity and getting connected with a vision or getting connected with emotions. But when it comes to solving problems, when it comes to finding out a root cause of something, like you can keep going deeper and deeper and deeper into the why and never get to never make any progress. You are coaching people and you know, there is a favorite, you know, question of coaches, why? Mm. But you know how many times we ask this why? Why? So I'd like to lose my weight. Why? <laughs> because I don't feel comfortable. Why? Because mm. when I come, when I try to speak with women, you know, I, I feel that, you know, somehow, you know, I'm not myself. So why? Because, you know, they will find. So, and this we ask why until yeah. we bring the person up to the wall. And this decor, right? In this case, this question works, but how many wives we should ask? <laughs> so what what other question <laughs> what what other question would you recommend besides why? Besides why as a working or as, as uh why? yeah, business, entrepreneurship. I I mean why is not a great question. Is there any question that you really love asking the most that gives you the best information, that gives you the the fastest growth, the biggest impact? Oh, you know, I, pre I prefer to ask open questions, first yeah. of all. Yeah. Why is an open question as well? But I prefer, you know, this just to show person in what uh, area of why I'm interested in. Mm. So why... Um, for example, why you why you did it? So, uh, favorite question, you know, of parents, when somebody breaks, you know, just kid broke bars. Why you did it? Okay, so somehow you know why. What, what kid can say, you know? And you probably, you know, maybe you were in this situation. I, I've been, you know, why you did it? So, I think kids are frustrated because they didn't have an intention. Right. So that's why you know it can be transformed. So look, when you did it, did you have a purpose? To do it hmm. or did you do it purposefully and kid will say no or kid will say yes because you know i was so angry i wanted just to break something <laughs> yeah. and then you can ask for example okay so what make what made you feeling angry mm. Mm. so you can ask what for but question why you know it's, but it's just it's just my opinion some people, you know, will argue with me and it will be very interesting because, you know, in, when people just discuss, in discussion, in argument, something warms. 
And it's another thing of communication. People scared of conflicts, mm. especially here in Canada. So what part uh, of the uh, U.S. do you live? So where are you now? I'm in Las Vegas. Wow. Wow. Is it, is it, is it hot there? It's definitely hot. <laughs> I was just in San Diego this last week and it was beautiful. And I'm like, okay, back to, San, back to Las Vegas. Let's go. <laughs> wow. I've been there. I've been there a few times. And I've even been in the part of Vegas. That is not Vegas. It's not Stripe. Right. You know, I, it's, it's, it's two different places. And, you know, I was there alone without my English as always. It was at the beginning when I came here. And, you know, and uh, Uber does not work there. <laughs> and, and I got nowhere and I could not come to my hotel. Yeah. So I came to the place to, you know, to cafe, to restaurant. And I explained them that I need a cab. Can you please do that for me? Because... I explained why, and so people helped me. It's also relationships, it's also communication. Yeah. And uh, I did I did not have my words just to explain it. So um, speaking, I was I was saying about something. I forgot. <laughs> I, I, so we spoke about Vegas. So somehow I wanted to say something. <laughs> I don't I don't remember what we're talking about. We're talking about open ended questions, communication. You were talking about communication. Um, let's let's dive into effective communication. What mm -hmm. makes effective communication? Oh, we spoke about conflicts. Yes. We spoke about conflicts. I remember. So, and you know what? Um, you so you live in U.S. and I think what I feel there, uh, people are more free mm. than people in Canada. And mm. for some reasons, I mean, it, uh, it's very important. For example, look, and uh, I, 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 my um, uh, uh, back country is um, Russia. Mm -hmm. So you see, we have different cultures. And by the way, by its culture, by its emotional, I would say, communication, Russia is closer to U.S. than to Canada. Mm. This is what I noticed. You know why? For example, look, in Russia, we express emotions. We, so somehow it's not safe for others, but it's safe for me because I get rid of my emotions, mm. mostly negative. So, for example, look, uh, people can fight, people can swear. Then, you know, after a while they say, okay, let's go. Let's just sit, drink. We are friends. We hug. And the next day, you know, just it's a new day. And uh, in Canada, <laughs> how people react when they're in conflict. And I learned it for the first time, you know, that it's possible. It's silent treatment. Do you know mm. what? Have you ever been involved in silent treatment? Yeah, it was a, it was a weapon I used against my parents. <laughs> it, was a, it was a volatile weapon that <laughs> I wow. used abundantly growing up. <laughs> but, you know, when you use it with parents, I think somehow they are mature. Yeah. To, to to deal with that. So, but tell me, how have you ever been on the other side? Oh yeah, oh yeah. How does it feel? Sucks. It's like hel I'm helpless. You know, like the the energy, the willingness, the connection is gone. Like I can't do anything. Disconnected. And you know, you start creating stories. Yep. Yep. So, and uh, this is what I noticed here, but in US, it's not so obvious as in Canada. Hmm. Another thing that we have here in Canada, you know, somehow there is, um, it's not a restriction. There is no restriction. It's a free country, but you know, somehow all people, there is a, uh, people uh, suppress their emotions. Hmm. And you know why? It's very obvious because Canada is immigrant country. Hmm. Imagine that people come to Canada from all over the world, with different cultures, different emotional um, level. Yeah. People come from Russia, 
where we express emotions. People come from Italy, for example, where, you know, when Italians speak, you know, people think that they fight. <laughs> but they say, I'm partially Armenian, the same uh, with Armenians. When I married, so my um, children's father, he was Armenian. And, you know, when I married and my Russian friend came to visit us, and I was speaking Armenian with my husband. You know what? She, she, and she's Russian. She did not understand the word. And then she told me, look, why you were fighting? I said, we were not. We were speaking. <laughs> we were just speaking. People thought you were killing each other. Can you imagine? And you know, that's why when people from different parts of the world, they come to yeah. Canada, somehow mm. we have to be balanced. Right. We have to come to one level. And one level just is to suppress emotion. Nothing. Yeah. Yes. And that's why, you know, I notice it many times, you know, for example, people in Moscow, they can come into subway, scream, say what's going on, you know, just push someone. But here, you know, if somebody will do that, somehow society, people around, will just look at him. And, you know, Canadians like to do that. They look this. <laughs> and, you know, just without words, it's another just sign, you know, just body language. And you just calm down. Once I had experience, you know, I was in subway um, in uh, and I like, you know, I like subway. When I came, it was very uh, helpful for me, subway, this transportation, because I'm among people. Yeah. I read it, you know, how mm. uh, it's, do you remember these um, movies? When, uh, I think Neo, Matrix. Yeah. When you just grab this information very fast. So, and I was looking around and one, uh, it was bus, bus was two. It was the end of the day, and I was somewhere in the middle, and people tried to push each other in. You know, probably you saw, I think it's in China or in J Japan, people who push, there are pushers in subway who push them, and it's, you know, everybody knows. And But here people tried to push, and, you know, just uh, they started screaming somehow, screaming and saying, stop, stop it. And bus driver said, stop, I will not drive until just people who are trying to push will leave bus and leave, uh, wait for the next one. Yeah. That person started screaming. He said, just, I will not. Then, you know, somehow, and I, I was curious. I was looking and I was thinking, what will happen? Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's interesting that bus did not divide into two parts. Usually in Russia, people divide it into two parts. One part defends this one. People are looking and not because of they really care, but because, you know, everybody uses this just to get rid of emotions. <laughs> but here, you know, just people were not... Uh, the whole bus became quiet and they were just looking and quiet. Nobody said the word leave. So anyways, this, this person left. So when bus uh, started moving, so that person had no other chance because bus driver said, I will not move. People were silent. Nobody defended him mm. and the person stepped back. Wow. You see how fast it happened. I think it, it took maybe five minutes. This is what's going on in Canada. So therefore, you know, uh, it's uh, for emotions, but people somehow, you know, just they prevent conflicts. They are scared of them because we used to live without them. But conflict mm. is a great possibility just to meet with two opinions. Yeah. And it does not mean when people have different opinions, mm. it's a problem. Mm. No, a problem when you deliver your opinion in a destroying way. Wow. When you destroy another person, when you push your, your opinion, you know, but try to to deliver it in a safer way. Try mm. to express yourself. Try to speak, you know, we say that here is the um, point, you know, of um, mental, and mm. this is the, the point, the, the place, you know, of our emotions. Right. When you're in conflict, speak from this perspective. Mm. 
Because mm. from with this one, you will not resolve the issue. You will be a Moscovite who will just fight and getting rid of emotions. If you want to be Moscovite, you are welcome. You know, I love Moscow. <laughs> but you know, but you will not resolve it. Mm. And you will not come to one agreement. It's it's also like I see when when you go from the head, you can put yourself in different perspectives, right? Mm-hmm. Like I can I can look like a fly on the wall, looking at the situation, saying, "Oh, this person has this perspective. This person has that perspective." Okay, and there's no there's no energy attached to it. It's just like there's two different perspectives. But when it's a heart involved in it, a heart like. It's it's interesting because I think the head would be ego, as in like it's mine and mine is right, but it's the heart that fuels the ego. What's what's your perspective on that? Heart fuels the ego. Yeah, yeah, because the ego is in your is is in the mind, right? It's in the brain. The ego of of identity, like my perspective is mine. I'm going to defend it. I'm going to own it and if anyone gets in the way like my my value my identity has the potential of getting damaged and i want to protect it i want to defend it you know what i think by the way i look a bit different on this yes i think that people when they say my ego my you know people live in two illusions and they usually you know jump between about communication so because my old perspective you know just is just communication Mm -hmm. so look in one illusion people believe that we are all the same Mm -hmm. that you feel the same as i feel Mm -hmm. that you should love everything what i love Mm -hmm. that you are the same way as i do so I told you about compliments, right? Right compliment. Yeah. So when you say word right compliment, probably you have some meaning for that, and yeah. I have different meaning. So mm. it's one illusion when I when people think that we are all similar, mm. men, women, our cultural background, you know. But it's not true. And you know, even twins who come from the same families and were raised by same uh, parents, they're not the same. Mm. So then people jump into another illusion. If nobody understands me or if you Chris don't understand me I will jump into another illusion that we are we are different we are so different and you know it's impossible to agree about anything Mm. you know and people just it's like uh, you know like kids swing between That that's why you know speaking even about ego when I try to deliver my ego it means that you know I realize that there is only my ego Mm. Chris does not have ego because Chris's ego is the reflection of my ego. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I, 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 I create wall between us because oh, Chris does not understand me. Let me find another Chris who will understand me mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's why I believe in and everything what I do. So I believe in uh, not either or, in mm-hmm. and, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we different? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are we similar? Yes. And that's why you try to create something. So I would say, you know, about ego, it's about, uh, it's good just once you realize that, then you realize that there is another ego in the world, not only yours. Oh, what a big pain, you know, you're not the one. Yes, but so this is, this is how I, I, by the way, you know, speaking about conflicts, I remember uh, it was in Moscow. I remember one client. Uh, it was at that time I was um, working a lot with corporate. Mm-hmm. And I was working as, uh, I was um, responsible for human resources and I was working with companies as HR um, in uh, crisis management. Mm-hmm. So, and it was one company was managed by, was led by uh, brother and sister. 
So, and you know, they were always fighting. Very, you know, so, you know, these dance come from uh, their childhood. So anyways, they were always fighting. And what's interesting, they came into communication. He had one opinion. She had another opinion. They came into communication. Mm -hmm. They proved each other. They had, they had battle. They proved each other who is right, who is wrong. Mm -hmm. After that, he accepted that she's right. And he accepted her new, her, her opinion. And she accepted his opinion. And it still was, now they have still different opinions, right? And then it's another fight because now they should prove the opposite, right, to each other. <laughs> and they played this game nonstop as if, you know, until we realize that, you know, what's valuable in this game, not the fight itself. Mm. It's a dance together. Yeah. The usual dance. And, you know, it was, uh, it was very interesting about, so, so conflict, it's another thing, by the way, that I teach, teach conflict resolution. Mm. I think I don't know who said it, so I know it in uh, in Russian, but I I tried to. I think Archimed maybe said it uh, that in argument um, faith is born. Mm. Um, veritas, veritas mm. is born. Mm. Is that truth? Ver veritas is faith mm. or truth? Yes, yes. Truth. Yeah, yeah. Because that that we have a saying at Burned Up Coaching is the the best ideas rise to the top. It's through the the fires of of argument, of disagreement, of debate that the truth, the highest level truth, will always be superior, so to speak. It's through through open communication. Right, but even in conflicts, you know, there are destructive and constructive conflicts. So yeah. I'm for constructive, you know, because destructive, you know, people just, oh, it's, it's, it's painful, it's, it's forever. Yeah, yeah, it's powerful. So I also want to ask about emotional intelligence. How does all this fit into one's emotional intelligence? Uh, you know, communication is part, social skills are part of emotional intelligence. Another big part of uh, it's... Uh, Self-perception, it's mm. confidence, confidence, uh, and uh, self-reflection. Mm. What's very important? It's uh, what I um, I love emotional intelligence. So, but it's a new word. But people were always doing that. Mm. People were always communicating. People were always, especially you know, in spiritual schools. And I come from one of them. I spent three years in spiritual school, you know, and I learned mm. self-observation. Mm -hmm. When you realize self-awareness, so say any words for that, when you realize what's going on with you at the moment, hmm. what, what do you feel? Moreover, you know, when you feel one, people think that I feel anger. No, we never feel one emotion. Hmm. We usually feel a bunch of emotions. And so each time, you know, you just try to realize what kind of emotions do you have together? Hmm. I feel angry, right? At the same time, maybe I feel guilty. Maybe at the same time, I feel hurt, mm. or I feel being resentful, or maybe at the same time, I feel angry, maybe at the same time, I feel comfortable, because, you know, this is my usual, I like it, <laughs> because, you know, it gives me, because I see how feel, how bad you feel, mm. and even if I'm angry, you know, I see that you feel worse. You, you know, I'm, I'm just creating. I, I love it. I love it. I could, I could paint a picture in my head of someone who I think is really comfortable being angry and resentful. You know, it's like my mind could never wrap my head around it. But now that you're saying it like that, these emotions 
pair together and multiple come together at once, it's just like, wow. Yeah. And I, you know, uh, so emotional intelligence, it's very new, but, you know, I feel that the future is for emotional intelligence. Yes. And um, I, uh, that's why I created my programs for trainers who work mm. with children to mm. teach children emotional intelligence. So lucky those who were taught by their parents. I was not. Mm. My parents divorced when I was three years old. Yeah. And my parents at that time when I was three years old, they were... Um, my mother was 25, mm. my father was 27. Now, imagine, uh, I will not ask how old are you, because, you know, for Russia, it's a very common question. In Canada, it's inappropriate. <laughs> uh, so I will not ask you, but, you know, so remember just how, uh, how you felt when you were 25. Mm. Or maybe, mm. or 23 or 20. Right. So uh, we had so many issues and I was not taught. I'm self-taught, but you know, I try to give as much as it's possible to my children. That's why I believe that it will give more to our children. It will teach them. So we'll help them in their future. Maybe, you know, we'll help them to prevent divorces and to prevent pain. Maybe we'll help them to just, you know, not to be bullied, not to be abused. We'll help them to create boundaries between them and, you know, the group that they are. Maybe we'll help them just, you know, to say no to drugs. Mm. Yeah. It's so interesting, you know, I, when my children were small, were kids, and, uh, you know, there is a certain age when kids start saying no. Hmm. Uh, at the first time at the age of one, because, you know, their no, it means, you know, just a big uh, message to you, I exist. Hmm. No. Wow. You know, so, and they, they somehow, you know, they, they develop their ego. Hmm. Uh, so, and... Uh, that time I was, uh, I was, I was lost, you know, I didn't know what to do, so how to react. And um, I, I was recommended to read a book. Uh, uh, when, I don't know how it will sound in English, so when your kid drives you crazy, I'm just translating. So yeah. the author is Eda Lishan, and I, uh, this book still exists. It was, so, it was so in time because, you know, because she said, look, when your kid says no, and somehow you try just to break him, just you know, to show who is who is you know who has the power in this place. And um, but now imagine that when your kids will be uh, a teenager, yeah, and with the power of saying no, they will be able to say no to drugs, mm. to some mm. criminals. You know, they will say no. Wow. And you try to break your kid, yeah. just you know, to break this power of saying no. And you see, we always. Look at everything, what happens from one side. But, you know, just be, think deeper. Think uh, longer. Mm. And uh, that's why, you know, that's, that's what I'd like to do. And I'd like my programs to be included, you know, to be part of uh, uh, curriculum. So mm. I created for 2 plus, 4 plus, 7 plus, 12 plus, and 17 plus. Because different, on different levels, we are different. Yeah. There are different uh, needs. There are different uh, challenges. There are different requirements. And that's why, so it's, uh, it's called, it's created uh, with uh, the technology, which is called edutainment. Mm -hmm. It's a new word, and I love it. Mm -hmm. Education and entertainment, something you know that we all like. Even you look at you, you smile. Why, why, once I said edutainment, you start smiling. <laughs> that's why, you know, learning in, uh, joyfully. Yes. I think, you know, it, it means that everything what you learn will be connected with positivity. Yes. And every time when you will do that, in your mind, you know, it will remind you. It's not painful. It's mm -hmm. good. Remember, you were smiling. 
and you know just move with your smile and uh, I had by the way it's so interesting I had meeting here and you know it's not easy by the way to get into school curriculum it's, mm. it's not easy I did not realize how difficult it is until I knocked the first door <laughs> so, we had meeting here and um, with one person and I shared my idea and he uh, made me understanding that it's not easy that system you know once you try to to uh, somehow to come into system it's a system you know and the system just is not interested in any changes it prefers stability so and you know i said to this person so that uh, you know what i believe uh, that god will give me i'm 46 and i believe that uh, god will give me another maybe the same of, of another about 50 years i said i believe that I will have it. And I told him that, you know, I have 46 or 50 years just to accomplish this. I will try. Mm. And this is my attitude towards towards emotional intelligence. I will try. Yeah, no, it's not, not even try. I think the act of doing it, right? The act of, of doing it, of knocking on the doors, of stepping onto platforms. It's it's like your an original intention of how and when and where and the delivery, the execution on the vision may not work, may not succeed. That doesn't stop us from executing on the energy, the 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 vision, the why of the vision, the the possibility that's behind it. And over time we clarify the possibility and what that really looks like. And you, and you might find that, hey, the education system, like how it currently is, may not even be the highest and best good place, for example, you know, for your, your uh, curriculum and stuff, may not even be the highest and best place. Maybe a privatized institution that makes it widely mass available across the entire world where, you know, millions and tens of millions of people are accessing it and kids and stuff are accessing, accessing it every single day or every single week or month. Like that's what you're really meant to do. So it's like trusting that the execution of the vision is unfolding perfectly and just like, okay, what's the next door? That's that's not the door. That's not the approach. People aren't ready and hungry. Maybe I can keep going that way if it feels good. Or if, if the resistance is there because I'm not supposed to go that way, let's try and, and approach differently, other other doors, other opportunities. You know what, Chris, I... I'm just looking at my time, so my time is almost gone. Uh, You're rocking so, but, it. You know what? I, I was just thinking, but you are doing the same. Look, when, so my dream was, if I teach 10 children, I, I teach 10 children. If I teach 10 trainers, and each of them will have 10 children, it mm. means we, with this action, you know, we'll teach 100 children. Right. And it's, it's a volume. And, you know, and I think you are doing the same, because, look, if you would speak with me, just you and me, somewhere you know just um, in a, in a secluded place mm -hmm. you know it will be just two people sharing their ideas mm -hmm. but what you are doing you know you have viewers you have followers you have your community right and you do the same you do with one action you try to deliver to more people you try to share mm -hmm. so um this is powerful mm -hmm. thank you thank You're you I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just honored to be, to be your guest. And I, I'm very thankful to your questions mm -hmm. and to your curiosity, to your energy and to, you know, the, so I see, look, you are, you are my kid's age. Uh, mm -hmm. So I have two kids now that are 29 and 27. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I see, you know, bright future and I wish you brightest future. And, you know, I just wish people to, you know, just, they're, they're lucky to have you. Mm -hmm. Thank you.
Thank you, Nida. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. And I want to tell people how they can stay connected with you. What are their next steps to continue their journey and find out about this curriculum? How do they do that? Uh, my website is uh, academyofsocialcompetency.com. Okay. Uh, another possibility is uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. My name is Naira Vilunian. You can find me there. Another possibility is Instagram. Okay. Or my phone number, if you will ever re, 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 review this uh, conversation or just, you know, if you are watching, you will be watching for the first time. So my phone number is 647-460-3430. I am in Toronto, but I am available online. So beautiful. I love it. This is powerful. Parents, kids. They really are blessed to be receiving this information from you and empowering themselves through emotional intelligence, through better communication skills. Because when we're able to communicate that stuff, it doesn't stay repressed. It doesn't stay shoved down. We're able to communicate, have effective conversations, dialogue, make more progress, be happier, more fulfilled human beings. So I love the work that you're doing and how you're empowering people, equipping them with the skills and the tools and the knowledge. And I want to wrap up this conversation with the final piece of wisdom. Uh, uh, Basically, it's 60 seconds of encouragement. Someone out there needs to hear how to step into their greatest possible self around communication, around your heart's message. What do you want to say to them? You know, my heart's message recently, I I became part of the Next Impactor competition. Mm -hmm. And I went through without even with my language, and you see how I speak. So I became uh, one of 50 for the first round. And for the second, I became, now I'm in top 25. And the the, the final is, you know, just August 30th, uh, if I will be in the last five. So, I mean, uh, there will be five winners. I don't know. But you know what? I came up with... uh, um, what I believe in, you know, I came up with the idea to st- of stopping loneliness, mm. unwilling loneliness. Mm. And just, there are two things that I'd like to, 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 to say to people. First of all, if you are lonely, just, you know, um, somehow let other people know about your needs. If you will not, they will never understand that you are in trouble, that you are lonely. And for other people around who, you know, just, just sometimes look, look, look at those, you know, look at those who are lonely. Give your hand. And I'm just, now I will cry because, you know, because somehow this is what I'm doing. This is what I believe. So, uh, I live, I have a retirement house, home there. And I see, you know, I see that every day, you know, just nurses bring those people for a walk. You know, just don't let you just to, to retire alone. Don't let you just to stay alone. So unless you really want it, but it, it happens rarely. You know, we are very social creatures. Mm. Don't do that with yourself and don't do that with the others. Mm. experience experience both joys of life right discover solitude in an empowering self-aware emotionally intelligent way and connect with people because there's there's so much joy in relationships and connection we were created for that yes Naira, you are amazing thank you so much for coming on and keep sharing and shining your light it's beautiful and say big hi and you know she's the luckiest woman to go for I will. Thank you, Naya. I'll see you soon, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this fight. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. 
each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>